Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode right here of The Booze on WIT 88.9 FM in Chicago. All right. So we got another great lineup uh, for you guys today. You know, going to be kicking it off uh, right here is DJ Suave. And uh, we're also going to have our uh, one of our residents uh, going to be throwing down uh, Mr. Fabulous himself, Jam and Jesse Velasco. And then uh, we also have uh, Midwest Performance coming in. Uh, tell us a little bit about their uh, business and what they got going on. So uh, you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, all you ladies out there definitely want to hear this one. And then we got uh, DJ BT going to be throwing down the ones and twos right here. So you guys don't want to miss the, that great sound. So we got a great lineup for you. And then, you know, we're going to end it off with some real talk. And uh, you guys don't want to miss, uh, miss out on that real talk because we keep it real here, man. All right. So uh, without further ado, we're going to kick them off with the mix by DJ Suave. What's up? This is Shark Daily John. You're listening to DJ Suave on 88.9, baby. What you want to do, baby? Where you wanna go? I'll take you to the moon, baby. I'll take you to the floor. I treat you like a real lady. No matter where you go. Just give me some time, baby. Cause you know, even when we're apart, I know my heart is still deep with you.
Hey, suave, turn it up. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time she moves. And everybody's watching her, but she's looking at you. Suave, I'm on your radio right now. Cheer me up. Let's go.
Market crash, heard him bad. People get divorced for that. Drop some stacks, pops is good. Mama passed in Hollywood. If you ask, lost my soul. You're in the mix live with Mixmaster Suave. Jaw was broke. Remember, we always broke. Remember, I'm coming back. I'm taking all the stacks. I got bribes in the London. Just to the lead. Credit cards in the scammers. Take it all the stacks. Legacies. Family. Wait and see the light like Going out like a Montana. Honey killers on the helmets. Legacies. Family. Wait and see. Family. Pockets full. Danny. Selling ball. Candy. Been on the macho like Randy. The chopper go out to for granted. We in the hill of your banner. Poker killers on the stands.
what you do So I got them for you I don't need the pills I'm just gonna have another drink And when I'm putting working on the weekend I look back on this and think How we at the club going up On a Tuesday Got your girl in the car that she choose A club going up into a poor house it's like eviction number four now go ahead and ask me on the phone girl go ahead and show me
Topic. Turn it up. Now nothing's big as my ego pulls. <laughs> 
Hey, Suave, turn it up. Till you own your own, you can't be free. Till you own your own, you can't be me. How we still slaves in 2016. Keep the light, keep it bad coming. Every night, another bad coming. I ain't been asleep since 96. I ain't seen the back of my list. I've been speeding through life with no safety belt. One on one with the corner with no safety help. I put fun like Josh Norman. I ain't normal. Just a project. I'm Beverly Hills, California. That rape talk. That's fun. Special golf talk here. All my from the mud down there. All my millionaires we gonna take it there i swear you gonna think of psychic you ain't seen nothing like this i should probably copyright this i promise they ain't gonna like this i got the keys 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 we know the chorus i'm bleeding through i know the judge i'm gonna shoot them some touch i got the keys 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 i got the keys 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 i got the keys 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 i got the keys
feel so accomplished. I just talked a lot of shit, but I just did the numbers. Herzog and Adidas, man, you know they love it. If Nike ain't had Drizzy, man, they wouldn't have nothing. Woo! If Nike ain't had Dossie, man, they wouldn't have nothing. Woo! But I'm all for the family, tell them, get your money. Yeezy, 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 they line up for days. Nike out here bad, they can't get shit away. I stuck to my roots, I'm like Jimmy Fallon. I ain't dropped the album, but the shoes went platinum. Every time I talk, they say I'm too aggressive. I was out here spazzing, now y'all get the message. On the field, I'm over reckless on my Odell Beckham. 2020, I'ma run the whole election, yeah. I've been trending years, y'all a couple days. Yeezy in the house and we just gotta praise. Nike, Nike, treat employees just like slay. Gay LeBron or Billy, not to run away. $10,000 fur for Nori, I just copped it. Your baby daddy won't even take your daughter shopping. I done wore designers, I'm gonna wear again. Make them in this famous, they get air again. Yeezy, 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 just jumped over jumping. Hey! Yeezy, 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 just jumped over jumping. Hey! Yeezy, 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 this is pure luxury. I give them great coupon on a DJ mustard. Hey! If you ain't popping shit, then why you rap for? Huh? Custom Mosey just shut down the app store. Hey! And we made a million a minute. We made a million a minute. We did. Yeah, we made a million a minute. We made a million a minute. Hey! Do anybody feel bad for Bill Cosby? Did he forget the names just like Steve Harvey? Yo. Tell Adidas that we need a million in production. Yo. I done told y'all all I needed was the infrastructure. Boom. Now we hottest in the streets, it ain't no discussion. James Harden, Swaggy P, running up the budget. Keep the work at my baby mama mama house. I'm a jerk, you need to work, you need to call my spouse. Yeezy, Yeezy, take a picture with me on Rodale. Yeezy, 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 I might do my own hotel. Couches, 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 which one should I pick? I need extra deep, I like my bitch extra thick. Every time I see the news, man, it bring me home. Call up DJ Mano, shout out Twilight Tone. We just best to be alive, yeah, ain't that the truth? So let's celebrate the life for Timbuktu. You're in the mix live with Mixmaster Suave. Her nose bleed, my clean like chlorine. Got a white girl, she barefoot in my old school. My flow's clean. Maybach, that's two-tone. Phone tap, got a few phones. Headphones on my futon. Gangsta on my group home. I don't bop, I do the bunny dan. Now I call it that Robert Kraft. Yo, whole click look dead broke. My young, young set. Roger that. All my dogs got fox first. Teacher said I was a big dummy. Better come my these diamonds on me called big money. Waiting you to come jump my fence. I paid the bitch off for brick money. They counting my body count. I whacking on Easter Sunday. Fuck my eat some eat some tell the truth. My mind gone. PJ caught one ticket. You could never be in my time zone. That's a promise. That's a promise. Yeah. That's a promise. Yeah. That's a promise. Yeah. Bought it down to a hundred. 
What a fine day to play nine holes. Oh, tap the brakes, pal. Your head says yes. Your bad hip says not so fast. Come on, a little exercise, some fresh air. Your hip needs fresh air? Really? Dude, what your hip needs is a fresh hip. Is your body holding you back? Let's see. I think I'll fix some spaghetti tonight. <laughs> Now, how you gonna open that jar when your wrist is too sore to turn a doorknob? Ouch! Why are these lids always screwed on so tight? Put down the jar, pick up the phone, and call for a pizza. Your bones and joints can say no at any age, keeping you from doing the things you always used to do. Yet a lot of people in pain decide to fight for their mobility and regain their lives. To read their stories and find your own inspiration, visit anationinmotion.org, a public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One in 800,000. And the odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 150. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. It's WIIT 88.9 FM. Happy Sunday. You're joining us right here on The Booth. It's DJ Suave, DJ RTW. And we got a guest right here next to me we're going to interview right now. He goes by <laughs> the name of DJ RTW. Uh, yeah, okay, so Suave wanted to, to interview me on this, and uh, I, I'm down, you know, I'm down for it. I'm whatever, down. So, you know, it's all good. All right, so RTW. What's up, man? Why did you want to become a DJ? Start with that. Love of the music. Um, to be honest with you, it's love of the music. I, I've been very blessed growing up um to be surrounded by a multitude of genres. Um, I, I wasn't uh, susceptible to just one style of music. Um, and I loved it all. Um, one of my, uh, my things, like my mother's side of family, I had the ethnic music, uh, you know, I had Polish music and uh, some Croatian and um, the rock and roll and everything. And then my dad's side, there was some gospel and, uh, 
was um, uh, some blues and jazz. Uh, my dad's best man from his wedding, uh, the late, great uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, when we would go visit Mr. Davis, uh, I still remember just growing up as a kid, um, he would be listening to either blues or jazz. Uh, and I, I love, I'm more of a blues man than I am jazz. Um, but I like old school, like swing jazz. Um, not too into the new jazz, but just the sounds. And, and then growing up and being around more ethnics, uh, ethnicities, and then getting into more uh, Latin sounds, uh, Indian music uh, from India and everything. You know, it, it really, I was able to appreciate um, the sound and when I was a kid, I used to pick up my parents' records um, okay. and throw them on there and start playing them for their parties and everything. And, and watching the fact that these people were getting down uh, to these records that I was putting on and having adults come to you and say, how do you know this? How do you know these songs? Just hearing them, you know, how do you know what song to put on? I know what I like. <laughs> you know, I think that's what it really came down to. It's just I played what I liked. It wasn't at that time being a young kid, you know, a little kid. It wasn't playing for them in the sense of, well, I know what they like. No, I know I liked it. So I played it, and then I wanted to go further. And then when I got uh, influenced uh, by the Hot Mix 5 and everything, um, then I started to learn more about what mixing really was. Okay. Like um, beat matching. And yeah, beat matching and everything and, and the sounds, uh, you know, the disco era and then the house music. Um how to actually blend them and how to put two songs together to, to make it sound like one song. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great thrill. Um, now, I didn't have a lot of money, so we didn't, couldn't get, um, you know, the, the best uh, turntables and this and that. Right, and right, right. We had the belt-driven drives, and, you know, we had to make things work, you know, uh, with tapes. Uh, my friends and I, I still remember that, you know, trying to set up those tape decks and, getting tapes to line up and everything. But it was that sound, you know. It was that, that music, the vibe, what it does to you, how it makes you feel. Um, and, and that's what it was, you know. That's what really got me going, man. So what are, how did you determine which actual genre? Because you spoke about a lot of different genres. Yeah. How did you determine which different genre or which, you know, one or two or three or four genres that you wanted to focus on to really brand yourself as a DJ? <laughs> um, I, I, I guess a part of that was... Um, the big part of it was the fact of my pride of being a Chicagoan. Okay. Born and raised in Chicago, uh, knowing that house music originated here, um, came from Chicago, I, I focused more on the house music. I, yes, I love the sound, but the, the pride behind it, the fact that it came from Chicago. Right. Um, I'm very, I'm proud and sad at the same time to be a Chicagoan. I'm proud of being a Chicagoan, born and raised, but I'm sad to see what goes on uh, here in Chicago. Um, and then feeling helpless as if I can't do enough for um, my city to to bring it back to what I remember it being growing up. So house music was um, my choice really because of my love for Chicago. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's, that was the reason why I really focused so much on house. Let's shift a little bit to uh, live gigs. What? What are some of your main highlights, whether it was your favorite time, biggest gig? What are some highlights that jump in your head as far as your DJ career? Live? Um, you know, I remember back in the day doing a lot of daytimes uh, and then having to hurry up and get back to school. <laughs> you know, you leave. Do like, a day, set, like day gigs? Yeah. 
Um, nice, nice. Hopefully, my parents aren't listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, um, you know, you would you would uh, go to school and then uh, know of a daytime. Now, I I'll be honest, I'm not. I never been one big on ditching or whatever. Right. You right. know, I, yeah, I'm not saying I didn't do it, but I wasn't big on it. But um, there were times that I, I left because there was a gig not too far away. Um, I did a set and I go back to school mm. and go to you know the rest of my classes and everything. Um, and then uh, I remember uh, being taken to uh, some of the, the local bars and whatnot, uh, being brought in. Um, and back then, it's not like it was today, you know, where, you know, you, the kids the kids were seen in actually bars back then and everything. Um, but I would do sets, you know, at the bars and everything, throw down, uh, talk to some of the old school cats that were uh, DJing and, you know, get little pointers. Um, you, were, you weren't originally DJ RTW, were you? No, no, no. What was I your wasn't. original name? I was given uh, the name DJ Hyper uh, because of my lifestyle um, in the sense that I was always doing something. Um, a couple friends of mine and I, we grew up uh, trying to hustle, make some money, you know, and this is where it gets me mad where I see these bucket boys nowadays and everything, always on the street corners. To me, so that's, that's a new term. That's not me. a hustle. That's a new term? You never heard that? I, I never heard of that. Never heard of bucket boys? Have you heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that. No, I never heard of Bucket Boys. Bucket Boys are, are the kids that are on the streets uh, banging buckets, thinking they're making a sound, saying, give me money now. Oh. I hit sticks on a bucket. Give me money. <laughs> That's not. Okay, okay. We Round. used to. Home Depot was your, 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 your drum sets, right? Pretty, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we used to cut people's grass. Um, we would, and I don't see it doing now, but we used to go grocery shopping for some of the elderly. Um, and we were honest by, we didn't rip them off or anything, but you know, we go grocery shopping for them, uh, take their garbage out, um, shovel snow, you know, different things to, to make a few dollars. And then we'd make a couple extra, you know, bucks for our candy. But then I played a lot of baseball, a lot of sports. So we, uh, made our money so we could buy that. And then what we had left also, we bought a record or two. We, you know, split the pot and, mm. uh, buy a record or two uh, as I got older and start putting it, uh, towards that, you know? But um, uh, it was just my lifestyle as far as being hyper in that sense of doing so much. Um, and that's what I, uh, I, I DJed uh, with, uh, with that name for many years uh, until recently when I changed it, when I started my own entertainment uh, group. Um, that's when I changed it to RTW. Okay. Now, nowadays we have Snapchat, Facebook. It's really easy to <laughs> get out there, put a name out there. Yeah. How did you brand yourself before? Was it a lot of word of mouth? Did you ever print flyers? How did you get your name out? How did you tell people uh, that you were playing somewhere? You know, really the biggest part was uh, word of mouth. That, um, And you know what? Today, it, it still holds true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, word of mouth is, is really going to be your, your biggest bet. Um, you're going to trust your, your friend and whatnot, you know, people you know. Um, so word of mouth was really the biggest avenue. Um, when social media just started coming out, uh, and this is uh, pre-Facebook um, and uh, MySpace, uh, but there were some like, you know, Yahoo chat rooms and whatnot. I, I like was, AIM? Or? Uh, yeah, there, yeah, AIM, but Yahoo had multiple chat rooms. Uh, there was a lot of them in Europe. Um, I had to have been on probably around 20 different uh, groups, different sites, uh, just communicating with DJs from all over the world, 
um, showing them appreciation and love for what they're doing um, and, uh, you know, trying to network with uh, the people there as well to kind of get a feel of what people are feeling on the music uh, to kind of get a good grasp of the scene and uh, where it was going and uh, where I need to be going with it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I had to be acceptable to, to change and to grow, you know, because without change, we're, we're stuck, you know. We're never going to go anywhere. So uh, I had to be willing to, to change as time went on. What's your favorite type of music to play now? Because I know back then it was house music. I know you're switching it up now. It's a little well, bit of trap, a little bit of hip-hop. Well, I do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I, I love even the Latin sound. Um, my guy, uh, Jamming Jesse Velasco, which you guys will be hearing soon. Uh, Jesse, I love him to death with his Latin sound that he throws out there and pushes out there and the passion behind it. Uh, he gets me motivated. And uh, there's been a couple of times I felt bad where him and I would be spinning back to back and I may have thrown a uh, mm -hmm. Latin track on her and I, I didn't want to step on his toes, but... Mm -hmm. He's an inspiration to me with the Latin sound. I do love okay. the Latin beat, but uh, house music is still my forte. I, I still love house. Um, I, I'm just acceptable to the change. You know, the, I, I'm not the huge fan of trap, but I, I'll play it. Um, EDM in the sense of, you know, some like, I guess you can say electro hard house, you know, a little faster house beats. Um uh, it's just it's playing to the 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 clientele, you know, playing to the people out there. But it's still house music. My my heart is still in house. I mean, that's um, it's an evolution. House is changing. It's becoming more uh, faster, higher BPM. But um, it, my passion still in the house music. I, I can't uh, I can't give that up. Okay. So it's still in the house music, huh? Yeah, it's always going to be in the house. Uh, I, I, the fact that I can accept change, um, I, I think, makes it beneficial. But um, the feel of house music itself, uh, what it is, I, I can't uh, deny it or give it up. Okay. And I want to know this because I know you started on vinyl mm -hmm. and things like that. And you kind of see the progression from vinyl to CDs to Serato. How did you feel when it went from vinyl the CDJs. Let's start with that one. I want to. I want to hear this because I know with my uncle, oh. my uncle started on vinyl, and when he first saw a CDJ and he scratched on a CDJ, mm -hmm. he was like freaked out. He's like, "What is this?" Because it's not a record, you know. Yeah, so, what yeah. was your reaction when it's like, "Hey, we have CD um, players that are CDJs now. We're mixing off these now." You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think because of my age, um, I was in that right uh, frame where CDs were okay. It didn't bother me. I guess it's like these new kids where, you know, the controllers or mm -hmm. computers, you know, it's like, oh, hey, that's it. You know, that's the thing. Um, it was okay with me. But when it came to the computer side, that's when I, I had a little, you know. Serato. Well, pre-Serato. Okay. Pre-Serato. Uh, I actually was like, you know, kind of laughing. I, I guess the way the um, elder DJs, <laughs> I don't know how you want to term the older old school DJs mm -hmm. um the, I guess a lot of the way they looked at the CDs coming in um it was the way I looked at the computers coming in to uh the new age um so I was I was acceptable to the CDs coming in I was all for it I was cool um you know, I figured hey it's lighter to carry uh you know a folder of CDs versus a crate of records I was okay with that. That's true. Um, but when I started, uh, I remember, I, I still remember this vividly doing a, um, 
a rave set and uh one of the rooms they had uh computers in there i was like what is this you know i was like no that's not gonna i mean we're going from carrying crates to something lighter like uh you know cds and now you want us to to carry computers everywhere we go that's not gonna happen well you know showed me up and look where we're at now you know Mm -hmm. Serato um, and everything. Yeah, yeah, Serato, laptops, uh, USB drives, you know, iPads, iPods. Um, you know, and I was like, okay. Uh, but I was still young-minded. I, I guess I wasn't as openly acceptable at that time uh, for the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I got older, wiser, um, I really, really opened up to the fact that, you know, it doesn't really matter the tools you use. It's what you produce with those tools. Kind of like the headphones you have on right now. It's kind of like the headphones, yeah. Like when we had uh, we had that comment, that comment on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that European comment um, from Europe. You know, uh, how how could you be DJing wearing uh, cell phone headphones? And did you like my sound? Did you like the, <laughs> the tracks I was putting out? Yeah. Okay. Well, then what's the problem? Right. Did, well, did it differ that much from me wearing my DJ headphones? To wearing some other headphones, right? right I mean, right. we've talked about it before. We've done, we've DJed in here without headphones at all. We just work off the monitor, right? You know, it can be done as long as you can keep that vibe going. What does it matter? Mm-hmm. That's the point to me, you know. So, yeah, man. How did you? How did you transfer from? Because not everyone who DJs has the has the privilege of being on the radio. So how did you transfer from even wanting to be having an interest in even being in radio as far as being an on-air host? And um, how did that take place? Is this your first um, station here? Did you have a prior station? No, you this were is, at? no, this is the first station. Um, it was luck. Uh, actually, it was really luck. Um, I have to really thank um, very deeply in my heart um, um, the late uh, John Smokin' Acosta, um, who brought me into the radio scene. Um, John Acosta, I, I was walking past, uh, you know, listening. I, I talked to him, ran into him. He invited me with open arms to his uh, show. Um, and I, I spoke with him. Um, and uh, Dazzling Dave was another one. Um, and it really, you know, it was a hit as far as the personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, hey, you, you really should look into getting your own show. You, you should do it. You have the passion. You, you have the skills. Do it. Uh, but at the time, I had uh, actually had a lull. I, I didn't, uh, hadn't DJed for a while at that time. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like riding a bike. You know, you fall off, and I, I kind of lost my beat. Um, and he was kind of laughing at me at first because I wasn't catching a beat. I couldn't catch a beat. Uh, you mean like you couldn't nothing. mix? Like I couldn't mix? mix. I couldn't blend. I couldn't <laughs> catch a beat. I, I, I lost it. I, I hadn't spin for, uh, I don't know how many years it was. It was a while. I stopped spinning for a while. Okay. Um, I've been tested through time, you could say. Right, um, right, right. So I stopped spinning. And um, so to get back on, I just, I kind of lost my ear for it. Um, and then I, I built it back up, you know. Um, but like riding a bike, you know, you get back into it. You, you never really forget what to do. Um, just a little shaky. But uh, he brought, put me back into it, man. And, uh, you know, thanks to him to kind of give me that nudge to, to tell me to do it. And I did. And here I am, you know. Mm-hmm. You know I've, I've been doing it since uh, 2004 with the radio. So you know, I, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, 
just wondering, I had a curiosity because, you know, not everyone wants to be uh, with their voice, you know, on the mic, mm-hmm. either either in the clubs or even on the radio. So I had a, I was curious how that kind of the transition came about. Well, yeah, it's not like I dream, oh, I got to be on the radio. I got no, right. I, didn't, I didn't have dreams. I want to be on the radio. So you never I really thought about, you know what, I want to be on the radio someday. No, no, it never it never occurred to me to say, I want to do that. I want to, if I did it, I did it. It, mm-hmm. it didn't bother me, um, you know, but it was just one of those things. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it, it happened and I'm, I'm thankful it did and I'm, I'm with it. That's awesome. So did you ever have like a crew around you, like, you know, supporting and kind of like a DJ crew or anything like that? <sighs> like what kept, what kept, what kept <laughs> you going besides, besides yourself, besides your self-motivation, what kept you going? Kind of the people around you, DJs, DJs you looked up to, the DJs you mentioned or. Wow. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's hard because, you know, obviously there's ups and downs. With no, radio, I, I, I'll say I never really, I never had a, a crew that motivated me, that kept me going. Uh-huh. Um, I belonged to a couple crews, but I, I never, um, it, it, the motivation wasn't there from them. I, it was really self-motivation. It was the fact of not giving up because I love doing what I'm doing. Okay. Um, that was the one of the biggest things. I mean, I have a lot of influence as to why I've done a lot of things in my life. Uh, my children being uh, number one in a lot of it. Um, they're the, the biggest reason why I do a lot of things in my life. Um, but yeah, as far as the you know the, the music, the DJing is just the, the passion of the music. Really, it, it wasn't groups. It wasn't that you know. Um, like I said, I've only been a part of a couple groups. Um, and nothing really major, no no major groups that we toured worldwide or, or mm. anything like that. But um, it, it was more self, yeah, it was really self-motivation, man. No, that's, that's, that's good because, you know, it's hard sometimes you go through those times where it's like, do I still want to do this? You know, because, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of peaks and valleys when you're doing stuff like this, you know? Yeah, no, it is. I, I, so it's like you go through those times where it's like, man, do I want to do this? Is this really for me? What's going on? Yeah. You know, the brand is kind of like it's going up and down. So... Just had a curiosity as far as mm-hmm. you know what what kept you going, you know. Yeah, no, it's not easy, um, and uh, I know we've talked about it before. Right, right. Um, you have to be able to pick yourself up when you're down to your lowest, because you know you're not always going to have somebody there to be able to do it for you. And if you're always waiting and relying on somebody else to pick you up, you may never uh, get up again. Um, so if you can't pick yourself up, then what good are you to yourself? Right. You know, so I'm probably my biggest motivator, um, you know, motivating myself, uh, on a lot of things to, to keep going with the, the struggle of doing radio. Um, you know, you've, you've mentioned it before that, uh, you didn't realize how much work it was, you know, to be put in and you're still, you're, you're still kind of. You know, getting the feel of it, mm-hmm. just getting the feel of, of all everything that needs to be done. Now, when I started doing this, I, I did everything myself. Right, right. You know, I didn't have nobody helping me to do any of this. Um, and that's why it was hard to to do things, even though I had a lot of great ideas. I didn't have that support network, um, you know, to to work with me to help me uh, further those ideas. Um, you know, and 
you know, in this business, it's uh, really, really cutthroat. Mm -hmm. So you can't trust, you know, everyone. And and it's sad to say, but you pretty much have to trust no one, (laughs) you know, in a way. And then start off there. Instead of trusting everyone until they break your trust, you, you do it from the opposite. You trust nobody until they prove that you can trust them, until they earn that trust. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a hard business. But if I wasn't so self-motivated, there was times that I did not want to come in the radio show. I just wanted to stay home. I didn't right, want to exactly. do anything else. And then I said, no. I said, if I do that, I'm cheating myself and my listeners, my followers, whether it be one person or one million people, um, that, you know, I am very thankful that follow me and uh, listen to me and uh, us um, from day one of uh, my previous uh, radio show, um, because this is my second show. Uh, My first show was Ground Zero Radio. And I started off with that one, had that one going, and then now we have the booth. Um, there's listeners that have carried on and supported and showed love from Ground Zero Radio, and they continue to show support for that um, show as well as supporting uh, us on uh, the booth now. And I thank all of you for that, you know, for uh, for following and, and listening to that. So, um, you know, that is a little bit of motivational thing for the, the radio side. To, to get me to, to come in here each and every week and to give 100% to them, even though there's times I'm coming in and I'm sick as a dog. Um, and I, I've told you before, I'm like, hey, man, just cover on the mic because I, I can't talk. You know, my voice is gone right, right, right. whatever. Sometimes um, when you come in and you're like, hey, you know, uh, a little stressed out or something's <laughs> going on, that's, that's when RTW has his best mixes. I'm like, man, you got to come in and stress out more often. Beating, beating the box. You know, and, and music does that, though. Um, and that goes back to what you some of your best mixes was when man you know what i'm not feeling it today i'm like you're not feeling it i'm like oh man I, we'll see what's up and next thing you know you just throwing down i'm like what yeah music does it to me uh and that's what i love about it oh, the good. different genres put a different feel um in me um soulfully you know i can really feel it deep inside me and it puts a feeling through me, whether I'm going to Deep House or some, right. uh, you know, EDM or hip hop or, or whatever, you know, um, whatever I'm feeling. And that's why I, I kind of fell to that. Um, I spin what I'm feeling. I don't, I try my hardest not to pre-select tracks. I mean, if there's bangers, there's bangers. And I'm, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to try to make sure I play this track right, because right. it's a banger. Um, I love it. People love it. I want to put it out there. But it's really what I'm feeling that moment. We got about 35 seconds left. When I hear <laughs> DJ RTW, right? When someone sees that mm-hmm. name, they hear it on the radio. What do you want people to think of or how do you want your brand to come off to the world? DJ, DJ RTW. RTW, ready to 21 win. 21 seconds. Tell We're them. Ready to win. You know, at everything and anything. You know, okay. ready to win. RTW, ready to win. They have so many meanings. It was a beautiful thing to come up with that name. And there's so much to go around it, man. So I'm always ready to win, brother. Awesome. That's awesome. That was DJ RTW. It's DJ Suave. It's the booth 88.9. Coming up next, we got a live mix from Jam and Jesse Velasco. All of us want to make a difference. As veterans, we committed to protect our country. We served and sacrificed for the things that mattered most. Those experiences shaped our lives. 
even if it isn't always obvious to those around us. And now that we've served, our commitments have taken on a new meaning. We're husbands, wives, parents, friends, and neighbors, but sometimes we still feel alone. We forget that our biggest challenge can be to ask for support when we need it. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans, service members, and their loved ones. Dial 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat online at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. It matters. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Quezon. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. sure the air in your home is healthy for your family to breathe. Make sure you test your home for the presence of radon. It's easy. To learn more, call 866-730-GREEN. Preserve your family's health and well-being. Get your home tested. Now that's living healthy and green. Green, green, green. It's your home, it's your dream. Radon testing, keep it healthy and clean. Make it green. Learn more. Call 866-730-GREEN. A message from the US EPA. When a counselor asked how much my husband drinks, I said, not that much. I don't know why I said that. He always drank too much. But I guess I'm so used to keeping it a secret that I didn't tell the truth to myself or anyone else. My husband has drinks with friends after work. He has a couple of drinks at home with dinner and a few more while we watch TV. Pretty soon he's shouting at me and blaming me for all of his problems. I just can't take it anymore. A counselor recommended Elanon Family Groups. She said Elanon members have had experiences just like mine, and they would explain how Elanon is helping them. I didn't want to go to Elanon, but I'm sure glad I did. Is someone's drinking breaking your heart? You might be surprised at what you can learn at an Elanon Family Group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-ALANON or go to alanon.org. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. So today's your 18th birthday. Hey, Bobby, pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. I've got my whole life ahead of me. School, then a job. I've been waiting for this day forever. And when will you be registering with Selective Service? What? 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll get around to it someday. Someday? Yeah, you know, like, whenever I get around to it. Like, I don't know. Well, Bobby, if you don't register with Selective Service within 30 days of your 18th birthday, you can lose out on college loans, job training, and government jobs. And then you'll be, you know, like out of luck. Bobby, where are you going? I'm just going to get online for a minute. Then I'll be right back. To register with Selective Service, log on to www.sss.gov or stop by your local post office. There. Are you happy now? Very. We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members, of their families, or their children. Asking them to deploy, patrol, stay on watch, on point. Asking them to put themselves in harm's way, to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to bring them all the way home, to keep them secure, to have their backs for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs do whatever it takes to help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently, at no cost, for life, so that they might stand at ease. Find out how you can help at findwwp.org. Oh, yeah, you're listening to The Boost on WIT 88.9 FM in Chicago. Right now, we're getting our resident DJ mix by jamming Jesse Velasco. Jamming Jesse is in the mix. In the mix.
There's been a rumor going around my school lately about a new draft. So I decided to check out the facts. Turns out, there is no draft. And if there ever was going to be one, we'd have plenty of notice. But you know what else I found out? Young men like me still need to register with Selective Service when we turn 18. Why register when there's no draft? Well, first off, it's the law. Guys have had to register for almost 60 years. Second, if you're a guy living in the U.S. and you don't register, you get shut out of important opportunities like college loans, job training, good jobs, and even a driver's license in most states. But I guess for me, I register because it's the right thing to do. Things are crazy in this world right now. And if the country ever does decide it needs me, I'm going to do my part. Guys, register with Selective Service when you turn 18. Go to sss.gov or your local post office. If you're a guy turning 18, you need to register with the Selective Service system. It's the law, and we wanted to make absolutely sure you get the message, so we brought in someone we knew you'd pay attention to. 50 push-ups! Uh, hey, coach. Get on that computer! SSS.gov! Not fast enough! 50 jumping jacks! It's for your own good. Because not registering with Selective Service could cost you a shot at college loans and grants, federal jobs, job training, and in most states, it could even cost you a driver's license. I'm talking to you! Run that hill! 50 hills! Go to sss.gov to register with Selective Service. Two minutes and you're done. It's just something you have to do. Pick up the pace! 50 ballet jumps over the alligator pit! Register with Selective Service at sss.gov within 30 days of turning 18. If you don't, the consequences could be ugly. Don't you smirk at me! 50 belly flops into moving traffic! Oh, yeah, welcome back to the booth right here at WIT 88.9 FM. Yours truly, DJRTW. Right next to me, Suave. You just heard a live mix by our resident jam and Jesse Velasco. Now we got a great welcome uh, for our next guest right here. Go ahead, Swabby. Let them know who we got in the booth. Yeah, we got two lovely guests with us, Marcia and Brittany of Midwest Performance. Hey. That's right. Hey. <laughs> That's right. We got Marcia and Brittany. That's right. Not Marcia. Not Marcia. <laughs> Just don't call me Marcia, please. Yeah, we had to make sure we cleared that up. How are you doing this Sunday? We are doing Can't complain, yes. Can't yeah. complain. We made it a little trek down to the city from the suburbs, so there you go. we're happy there you to be go. here. Now, Midwest Performance, talk about that a little bit. What's... What's the business? What's the, the movement behind it? Talk about it a little bit. Go ahead, B. That's I think you. that, um, I like that you said movement, because it kind of is a movement. Um, uh, I was reading up on it, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's a movement. Research yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Midwest Performance is a fitness program exclusively for women. We have a brand new studio in Schaumburg on South Roselle Road. The basis behind Midwest Performance is we focus on fitness, nutrition, and mindset with all of our women to really empower them to create new possibilities in their health and fitness journeys. Um, we give them the tools and the knowledge that they need to really focus on making this a lifestyle and not just a quick fix. Um, women these days, are, they're just bombarded with these images and, and this verbiage and things like that of how you know, you've got to look this way and you've got to eat this way and you've got to work out this many times a day to be like this model and that actress. And it just can be very overbearing for women and it can cause a very negative vibe when it comes to health and fitness. And so we're really trying to turn the tables on that and really bring them into a safe and comfortable environment where they can really be their own woman and really kind of find their inner diva and find that inner fierce that they really have. And, and also the intimidation of a regular globo gym is, can be a lot 
can be very overwhelming for a woman who maybe who's never been in the gym, who's, you know, post-pregnancy, looking to get their mom body back. And walking into a big global gym, you know, surrounded by, you know, I call it the meat market at most of the gyms. <laughs> no can be very intimidating for a female really trying to get back into it. So we've created this safe and comfortable environment for them to really come in and start fresh and start new and be able to make mistakes and, you know, learn new things in the gym, but not be judged right. by so they're, where they're starting. Yeah. Or so stared at. For right. sure, yeah. Right. So they're exactly. surrounded by like-minded women who have the same similarities. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. definitely a very empowering environment. Well, um, let me ask you this. Um, what separates um, Midwest Performance versus, uh, um, let's say, um, women's it. workout or like, a curve <laughs> or something like that? What, what, what makes you unique? You know, what makes your place unique that stands you out uh, from others? Absolutely. Doing um, so the biggest thing, we run semi-private classes. Our classes are very small, 10 max in a class. Okay. We have all certified trainers in front of our members at all times. These mm-hmm. ladies are very um, hands-on. Our trainers are very hands-on with the women, making sure that they're executing the movements properly, making sure they're getting a safe and efficient workout, making sure they're burning the max amount of calories, staying within a, a safe heart rate zone, that they're making sure their squats look good, that their push-ups look good. You know, they're not in this huge group of 40 people kind of lost in this sea, Mm -hmm. just kind of getting directed like traffic here and there. You know, we're really... It's an intimate environment. Yeah, Yeah, very very intimate. intimate. So that way you still feel as though you're getting that one-on-one undivided attention. Well, that's that's really important. I mean, in the workout world, um, I've started and stopped over the years myself. And uh, (laughs) I know it's different for men and women. Trust Mm -hmm. me, I definitely understand. I get it. Um, but yeah, that, you know, the fact that you have somebody there could have that interpersonal uh, relationship to help uh, push you and uh, keep you going uh, on other than like Brittany, like you just said, um, being lost in, mm-hmm. in, in the sea of uh, everyone. It's it's really bad. Um, so that's a great thing. You know, the fact that you have the smaller classes and everything. So that we thing. do offer not just classes, but we do offer nutritional advice. We offer, um, we have a private Facebook group that all of our members are a part of, so we're constantly interacting with them, posting things. Um, This morning I posted a picture and I just put in our group, you know, just in case you ladies need a reminder, and the picture said, you're beautiful, you're smart, and you are worth it. And I think that women need to be reminded of that every day, that they're strong and that they're empowered and Mm -hmm. that they're worth it, no matter what it is. So we're very intimate with our women. Very tactile, yeah, yeah, which makes us unique and... Uh, getting again that one-on-one undivided mm-hmm. attention is so right. important and accountability is huge for us so okay. i would say that uh hands down that we pride ourselves on that so okay is there a certain length of time that we're signed up for or am i kind of almost indefinitely signed up for a 16-week program eight-week program or? good question you know honestly it all depends on your goals you know our door is not a revolving door we actually take the time and meet with you one-on-one pre-qualify you essentially figure out is this program essentially for you oh you you have to like try out for well i wouldn't necessarily call it a tryout but we want someone that's going to be there for the long haul you know we don't want this to be something that's like okay well it's been two weeks good to know you and i'm on my way type of thing and something that's worth investing in for sure yeah so we do offer uh, a three six and 12 month commitment and again that's all dictated on your goals so if someone wants to lose like 30 pounds Essentially, it's going to take them a lot longer to lose it three months. We would, you know, probably recommend something a lot longer of a duration. Uh, Right now, we are going through our pre-sales right now for our grand opening. So there is no commitment, actually. So it's just like a one-time deal for 30 days. They want to try it out. From there, after the 30 days, then they have, you know, an option to do the the three, six, or 12-month commitment. We meet with these ladies one-on-one because 
not only is it good for them to come and meet with us, but we love getting to know them, you know, getting to know their story because people can come in front of you and they can say, I just want to lose weight. And it's like, no, there's more to the story than that. Mm -hmm. And then when Mm -hmm. you dig a little deeper, you find out, well, I want to fit into my pre-pregnancy genes. Okay, well, why is it important you to fit into those genes? Because I'm just not comfortable with the way I look in the mirror and I cry every day right. when I look at myself and look at pictures of how I used to look. You know, there's always a story mm-hmm. behind it. And we sit with these women and we really get to know them. But at the same time, they get to know us. Because if that connection between your member and you is not there, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the commitment for them is going to be very short-lived. Mm-hmm. Because they, if, they don't, if they're not vibing with you and you're not vibing with them, they're not going to keep coming to class. So we really like to bring them in and, and really show them like we care and we want you to be able to be comfortable here. And if you're not comfortable, mm-hmm. then this isn't the program right. for you. Okay. Now, do you guys also have uh, the uh, one-on-one trainers as well? Uh, with right that? now we don't offer any personal training. Right okay. now we're just focusing on the small group training and we do that mm-hmm. because it is kind of like personal training in a mm-hmm. group setting. That's why the classes are so small. Yeah. So it's almost like you're getting personal training at a group training rate. You know, okay. you go to a gym and you could spend $100 an hour a personal trainer. So let me ask you, what would you do in the scenario of a woman coming in saying that, you know what, I I love the fact that it's all women, so that already helps my Mm self-esteem. However, I'm still not comfortable being in a group setting. Even though it's a small setting, I just feel like others are judging me. We actually have a member like that right now. We do have a member like that right now. Um, So I really encouraged her to just come and try it because... Every woman that has stepped through our door has started somewhere. Mm-hmm. We don't cater to the elite athletes and the performance athletes and the marathon runners. Like that's not mm-hmm. who we're looking for. Mm-hmm. We're looking for those moms who have four kids who are like ready to get their mom body back. We're looking for mm-hmm. those women who've never stepped foot in a gym before or the cardio bunnies who stay on the treadmill for 45 minutes and then leave. You know, so I always just say, come and try it. Just give me one class. Give me one class and I promise you that you will keep coming back. And that has held true so far. It has. I I think, you know, thinking back to the question that you had asked is that, you know, we have that person that comes in and what's nice is that all the women are so supportive of her and they keep reminding her, just keep coming. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. And right now, it's working. So yeah. the, the members support each other. Oh, well. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like oh, a yeah. We're like a tight family. family. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> and, and that's another thing with the, with the group page is that they are constantly interacting with each mm-hmm. other. You know, and even in class, they're constantly building each other up and making sure that they're holding each other's hands through things because they know that they've all been there and they all struggle with something. So the more that they can come together and create that camaraderie and that group and that family and that group of empowered women the more successful they are going to be in their own individual goals. If they can stick together as a team, mm-hmm. individually they will be that much mm-hmm. more successful. And they are starting to really figure that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this program isn't, isn't old. It's only about three months old, you know? So it's, okay. it's fairly new. So, but in just that three-month span of time, we've kind of created this foundation of women who when somebody new comes in, they literally just welcome right. them. Because they know what it was arms. like when they first started. Yeah, yes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. What was, that? what was the initial influence for you guys to start something like this? So initially, when we had opened up this program, it was open to anybody, men and women. And literally every single person that we got through the door was a woman. And we're like, okay. we thought in the market, we're like, okay, so is there anything out there right now like this, specifically for women? You know, there's Women's Workout World, and then there is Curves, Mm -hmm. which is kind of caters toward an older generation. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, so who caters to the middle? Millennium. In the the middle, you know, that Mm -hmm. like 32 to like 45, 46, like this very 
dynamic group of women who are in a very critical stage of their life, you know, where they're kind of like, okay, my metabolism is kind of slowing down. I've got all these kids and now what do I do? You know, there was really nobody that was really targeting those women. And we were like, well, why not? You know, like we've worked with several women in our own personal careers outside of this program and kind of bringing that idea and that basis together and this is kind of what we came up with so and it's and it's working it is you have to be unique in the industry that we're in because it's so saturated Mm -hmm. and especially Mm -hmm. where we're located and we knew we needed to find that niche and i really do think we have and there's your niche right there it is great absolutely there's nothing uh that i thought it was to be honest i thought it was maybe another one of those fitness centers you know but you guys definitely go a little more deep than just you know coming in and just training them it goes a little bit more deep kind of goes personal almost it is I, and i think that honestly to be honest i tell people this all the time okay so i'm originally from south dakota so i'm like down home like, <laughs> middle of country nowhere. Girl. like i trust <laughs> i trust everybody with everything and, yeah. but i'm very like family like i really wanted to open doors you know, honestly i swear to you if i could do this for free i would right. i would because i love these ladies so much and i love what they stand for and the breakthroughs that you see them go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. are, are just, it's the most rewarding job in the entire world. And we really, we really hold them on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. It's small, the smallest successes we celebrate. We do. Um, whether it's a first push up or mm-hmm. making it to class every day one week, or, you know, we have had ladies that have lost 30 pounds, but we've also had ladies that have lost five pounds and we still celebrate them the same. Mm-hmm. Because, celebrate those small milestones. Yes, yeah. We have to get these ladies to realize that even the smallest things count. They're always the non scale victories, we call them in the fitness world are the most critical victories to celebrate for these women. And so we've really kind of given them a place where they can call home, you know, That's and they so can true. feel comfortable and safe. It's not about and, the outcome. It's the journey, you yeah, know, throughout sure. the way. No, definitely, definitely. Um, what, uh, what, what's your hours? What, what do you guys, how long? So right now um, we are running classes. We have four, four classes a day. Four classes a day. Um, the first one's an early riser, which is at 5 a.m. And then we have a 9.30 a.m. And then we have two afternoon and and evening class at 5.15 and 8.15. Obviously, as we grow and progress, um, we plan on adding, you know, a couple more classes per day. But right now it's four four classes per day, and that's five days a week. And then Saturday we have one class from 9 a.m. to 10, and then we're closed on Sunday. And Saturday is buddy day. Yes, buddy day. That is awesome. Yeah, bring a buddy for free, So, which is really nice. Yeah, so the ladies get to, yeah, Yeah. so we do Saturdays free um, for buddies if they want to bring a friend to come and try it out, Mm -hmm. which is super fun. So, um, right now we're offering um, free week trial for our classes. So, they get a free week pass to the studio to come in for a week and try it. Um, We do the 30 day special because they say that it takes two weeks for everybody else to notice results on you but 30 days for you to see the results so we always say you've got to give this program at least 30 days Mm -hmm. to really work because we see ourselves every day in the mirror so we don't ever see any changes you know so it takes at least 30 days for us to actually see physical changes in ourselves but it takes two weeks for everybody on the outside world to see that change so we really encourage that 30 day that 30 days and you guys are trainers as well right we we are in a way um our our main priority is we're taking a step back from this we learned from previous experience and we're um right now we have two other uh, part-time trainers um alongside ourselves but uh, we're actually looking to hire right now. There you go. Uh, All right. yes. Training, but, yeah. We're looking for some female trainers. Yeah. Um, it's hard. 
Uh, it's hard because this is what we've lived and breathed for right. so long. Um, but I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, it's your business. You have to run the business. Sure. But yeah. at the same time, goal, you guys training. Yes, our goal of- eventually, this will not be our only location, remote location we'll have. Eventually, the goal is every 8 to 12 months, proceed to have um, another one. So the next okay. one will either be nice. in the city or uh, somewhere else in the, the northwest suburbs. Right. Okay. Well, no, yeah, that's, so that's this nice. is it's, it's the first one, but first of many, we hope. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. I really like, this is really a movement, and I like that you said that because yeah. this is, and, and I can promise you that Midwest performance will be a movement to be reckoned mm-hmm. with in the fitness world in the Midwest I love very it. soon. For sure. so. No, it's great. And, um, yeah, think of it as the aspect, and uh, I talk to Suave about this all the time. Um, I always take a step back, you know, even though I've been DJing for so long and doing my thing, I'm willing to step back and let the others uh, take the reins and uh Swabby's always here. So in a way, you're mentoring those who are ready to mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a beautiful thing, knowing that you can take the years of experience you have, mm-hmm. work with someone who's going to help others. For sure. Um, so you can focus where before you may have focused on, let's say, 10 people at a time, working with them, training them. You can spend that same energy, same time into focusing in one or two trainers Yes. To double that, mm-hmm. triple that, right. yeah. you know, scale up. So yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, it, that's a beautiful thing yeah. to it sit is, back and, and it, to it, see it's, that. It's it's hard to take that step back, but it's fun too because right. it's it fun is. to see what you've created in and mm-hmm. the the fruits of your labor, I guess you could right. say. So it's been very fun for us to see the ladies interacting with the trainers and the trainers interacting with the ladies and them really creating. We we planted the seed and now they're really just growing it for us, which is really awesome. So. Have you guys always been entrepreneurs your whole life, or is this your first venture? Ex- oh, we probably want to talk about ourselves on the radio. Yeah, so... Um, it's an interview now. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes and no. Um, I actually have a four-year degree in business and finance. Okay. Um, but I have had a, always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I had a business in South Dakota. Um, I ran a boot camp personal training for a while, did some CrossFit for a while, and then moved out here. So, yes, I mean, I, I am a previous business owner myself as well as her. For me, um, I would say that I was born to just work out and train. And I'm an athlete <laughs> I saw the heart. Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I, so I grew, up playing sports. <laughs> I grew up playing volleyball, basketball, track, uh, received a 4 I basketball scholarship. Um, I'm now a professional MMA fighter, have been for eight years. I'm literally one phone call away from the UFC, which is really cool. Yeah. So, but, um, I too also am a previous business owner in South Dakota. I had two facilities. One was a CrossFit and they were both within like a 90 minute mile radius of each other. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're pretty much reestablishing ourselves here, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's nice. I'm I'm really happy you brought that up. Um, I, I studied martial arts myself, uh, multiple arts. Um, and I, I love it. So would you consider possibly starting classes uh, within uh, your studio as well, maybe teaching women, you know, the art uh, of we martial We thought arts? about it, but I don't think we really want to uh, go down that avenue. I think we found our niche, and we're right. going to stick it's with it. It's something kind of yeah, different, for right? Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, you know, um, when you create a brand in – you want to stick with that brand, especially because we want to have multiple locations and we want this to be mm-hmm. a duplicatable process. Yeah. It's, if we had one, it would be easier for us to like intermingle like Zumba and martial arts and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, you know, but we really got this like, this zoned in, like targeted focus. This is it. So yeah, yeah this is definitely it. But I think that she wouldn't, 
mind sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I've had ladies like, well, would you do some sort of a like self-defense? I mean, maybe there's a clinic for it on a weekend, but it wouldn't be something that we would have like periodically. You know, it's just we don't want to cross that bridge. Okay. No, definitely. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Where, where can we find this place? How can we sign up? How can we read so, more about it? You can us. find us in Schaumburg on South Roselle Road. Um, we are located north of the intersection of Wise and Roselle in Kingsport Plaza. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Midwest Performance. We have a website, MidwestPerform.com. Um, we have Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. You can find us there at Midwest Perform as well. Yeah. And then um, for the free week trial, if you guys want to get signed up for a free week pass with us, you can text the word PERFORM, P-E-R-F-O-R-M, to 95577. And that will get you a free week pass to our studio. Um, and we will give you, one of our team members will give you a call and get you activated and get you started with that. Our grand opening is this Thursday, Thursday yes. from 4.30 to 7.30 at our location on the 6th. Um, it's going to be lots and lots of fun. We have a bouncy house for the kids. The mayor will be um, in the attendance. The mayor will be there. Um, Chamber we do commerce. have a DJ coming. <laughs> yes. I actually, nice. I, I reached out to him. I was hoping that Rico could <laughs> hook us up by being a DJ, but he informed us he has no equipment. Yeah. He just, he more, just I'm more in the clubs. That's, that's yeah. okay. So, that's all right. So we do club. have, yeah, we'll have entertainment, drinks, giveaways. It's going to be a good time. So we hope that everybody can come out and join us and check out the studio. It is open. Open. We get a lot of questions. Are you guys running classes? We are open. We are open for <laughs> classes, and we will take whoever wants to come in and and check the place out. I guarantee you, give us a day, and we'll give you the rest of your life back. So I like that. Nice. That's perfect. That's really nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I actually met Marcia um, at this uh, Damon John book signing yes. thing. Right. That's right. Yeah, we're in line, and she turns around. She goes, "Oh yeah, I like you, Jay's." I was, like, "Oh, thanks." You know, <laughs> I didn't know we we're going to be doing this. Right. Right. The rest is history. Yeah, the rest is definitely yeah. history. Who would have thought? Who would have yeah. thought? One little trip to the city, and here yeah, we are. Great. It's all you, about networking. Exactly. So, do you follow entrepreneurs like that all the time, or do you we have do. a certain amount? Do you? I know I follow certain entrepreneurs. Do you have certain entrepreneurs you follow? Um, you know, my favorite kinda... is uh, actually Tony Robbins. Okay. I love Tony Robbins. We are, yeah, Tony Robbins, Damon John. Um, we are definitely power broke awesome. people here. Power <laughs> broke. We like that. Um, what does that mean for, for uh, listeners? Yeah. Okay. So the power broke means doing whatever is necessary to be successful in whatever you want to do. And that means really harnessing, you know, the bootstrapping and, you know, getting the word out there without having to spend a bunch of money and, you know, that's small business. That's entrepreneurial life. Like yeah. you gotta, you are in the trenches and you are just trying to climb your way out. And we literally do things like this. We're networking. We're following people. Marcia is always listening to podcasts and she's always on awesome. her phone watching videos and watch this, watch this, listen to this, listen to this. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, we're constantly, personal development is huge for us because we have to develop ourselves in order to develop our business in order to develop our members. So we're very big on that. That's great. That's great. For sure. Would you have any advice for some, maybe some entrepreneurs that are listening in or that kind of want to start yeah. a business? I just have just one. Just be patient because I'm the type that I'm, I just want it now. And right, right. it doesn't happen overnight. Success does not happen overnight. And that's I'm, a tough one to get yes, over. Yes. And I'm starting to learn that slowly, but please be patient. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, is always remain humble and always remain passionate Amen. about what yes. you do. Um, no matter how much money you have in this world, no matter how big you get, no matter what your name is or what letters follow your name, you came from somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to remember that and stay humble and always be willing to teach those who follow you. Um, I really firmly believe that you have to be a teacher of new entrepreneurs because um, we have met mentors that have been in the business who 
are wanting to teach us now because they didn't have anybody to teach them, and I feel like it's so important. So just stay humble, stay passionate, stay patient, and, and stick with the process because it is hard. It, it is. is hard. It is so hard, and it's such a struggle. But if you're passionate about something, you're willing to do anything. Yeah, there's, there's days that you just want to give up and just say, screw it, I'm done. But right, right. you can't do it. it there's going to be that mental block that, that's going to want to stop. <laughs> but you got to look past that. And I, I promise you, if you can do that, man. The sky's right. the limit. Yes. <laughs> No, that's I right. I, I agree with you 100%. You know, and I, I really wish you ladies all the best. Thank you. We appreciate you, you guys having us. Yes. This was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> this, was, this, this was super awesome. So we yes. appreciate you guys having us on the show today. It was awesome being here. Yeah, well, that's what it's so all much. about. You know, that's what it's all about is networking and staying humble and trying to help each other out. For and, sure. Uh, Absolutely. You're helping you know. us out by having, you know, we have uh, some great guests here today. So you're helping us out as well, you know? Yeah, nice. absolutely. We'll definitely, we are always, we're all about plugging people on our Facebook <laughs> and social media. So we'll definitely shout you guys out. Awesome. Oh, we already did. We did. We oh, did. there you go. <laughs> I got to go check that out. Yeah, I'm all She's on our it. social media. I'm all account. on it. Yeah. You're the social media person? I yes, am, indeed. Is. Actually, just to kind of hit on what Brittany has said, my background, also I'm a double major with uh, information technology and business, believe it or not, but okay. Okay. I may not look the part, but <laughs> deep down inside, there's a geek in me. So. <laughs> there you go. Is there any way we can get maybe one or two free bits of advice on either working out, a diet for the listeners? Yes. yes. A little something, a little taste? Most important, you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. Yes. You eat like crap, you will feel like crap, and you will look like crap. So whoever tells you that you can eat whatever you want, put a little drop of something in your mouth, and it'll Uh-oh. make your stuff go away, and then you're going to get skinny is a liar. It's all lies. <laughs> okay? that, that stuff does not last. So you have to really make sure that you... It's 80% nutrition, 20% exercise. 80% really? Yes. yes you have. You could, you could eat... A clean diet your entire life and never exercise a day and lose weight. Really? That's so yes. true. Okay. Yes. So I shouldn't eat these 7-Eleven chicken sandwiches? <laughs> no, that's, yes. Okay. Well, unless you have a really awesome metabolism, but that would be my tip. Okay. You cannot not out-exercise a bad diet. 80% nutrition, 20% exercise. Okay. Get your diet right first and then come and see us. I got to work on my diet. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have a tip? No? Uh, All right. Yeah. That's the best one we got. All right. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, guys. Well... I appreciate you guys coming out. Marcia and Brittany of Midwest Performance. Yes. Grand opening October 6th. Yes, at, from 430 to 730. Awesome. In Schaumburg. Out in Schaumburg. Yes. Right. yes. Let's Check give it a real quick uh, again. Let's uh, let everyone know how they can uh, reach you guys. And you can find us. Touch. You can call us, 844-672-8632. You can find us on Facebook at Midwest Performance. Or you can text the word PERFORM to 95577 to get your free week pass to our studio. All right. Well, Sweet. Guys heard here. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Definitely. Love definitely. It. All right, guys. Stick around right here. You just heard about Midwest Performance. You definitely want to uh, check it out, ladies. Uh, you know, all you uh, ladies out there listening uh, want to get ready uh, for that next year or even uh, just going to go on vacation or just for yourself. Check them out. Midwest Performance. You don't want to miss out. Stick around here for more mixes. We love you guys. You're listening to The Booth. 88.9 FM, WIT. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Rocky Carr. He breaks the tackle. He's at the 40, the 30, the 20. He can't go all the way. Not so fast, Rocky. Did you remember to register with Selective Service within 30 days of your 18th birthday? Uh, um, uh, no. Oh. 
too bad. Rocky Carr is stopped just short of the goal line. What do you make of that, Chet? Well, Al, the law says that every man must register with Selective Service within 30 days of his 18th birthday. Now, Rocky could have registered online at www.sss.gov or at his local post office. Hey, it's the fundamentals, Al, and Rocky just didn't get it done. You're right, Chet. That's got to be a big disappointment for a young man who had such a promising future. Let's see that again on instant replay. <laughs> Let's not, Al. It's pretty painful to watch. These days, who isn't looking for a way to make their paycheck stretch further? If you make less than $42,000, check to see if you qualify for the EITC, or Earned Income Tax Credit. It could mean up to an extra $4,800 back from the IRS when you file your taxes. Wouldn't that make life easier? Visit irs.gov or call 1-800-829-1040 to see if you qualify. Hi, I'm Lourdes Stefan, host of Univision's Sally Pimienta. Cancer treatment can steal your beauty, confidence, and self-esteem. It causes changes in your skin and your hair. But Look Good, Feel Better can help. Visit lookgoodfeelbetter.org to find a workshop in your area. Let us help you feel like you again. We're here today to ask people about marriage. For starters, what's the best thing about being married? Who I get to stay married to. <laughs> Togetherness. To me, is having a companion. My favorite thing about being married is that I have a partner. Do you think your marriage is good for more than just the two of you? Uh, Does it influence those around us? Yeah, I think. In a positive way? I think so. I would hope that people would see that uh, when we're together that we really have a very true affection for each other. What everybody wants and we know we're lucky to have it. The energy we give out in our home, I think, spreads out to other people. Your marriage just continues to go on and on and on. Oh, sure, and it affects generations after us. I think it really sort of stabilizes your whole community. It's a cornerstone of a society, right? Sounds like a good marriage goes a long way. It touches a lot of people. Want to improve your marriage? For ideas, go to foryourmarriage.org. A message from the Catholic Church. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. These 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You can feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Drowning is a leading cause of accidental death and brain injury for children. The National Drowning Prevention Alliance believes we can change that if everyone follows the safer three rules. For safer water, prevent children's unsupervised access to all types of water. Every pool and spa should be surrounded by a four-sided isolation fence with self-closing, self-latching gates. All house doors that lead to the pool need alarms. And if a child is missing, check the pool area first. 
For safer kids, provide careful adult supervision of children when they're in and around water. Teach them how to swim and to follow water safety rules, such as never to play near drains. For safer response, know what to do in an emergency. Have a phone and rescue equipment near the pool and learn CPR. Please visit PoolSafely.gov. That's PoolSafely.gov. And have a safer three summer. My name is Japal. Two years ago, I received a kidney transplant. When I was 21 years old, I started dialysis, and for seven and a half years, I was a patient receiving treatments three times a week for four hours each session, and man, it was hard. When I was sick, I barely had enough strength to walk across the parking lot going to the movies with my brothers. But after my transplant, my strength and energy came back, and I was able to run around and play with my nieces and nephews, which is very important to me. Being outside and feeling that first sun on your face is just incredible. You, you just feel the energy and the strength back in your body. It's something that's just so unexplainable, but something that you appreciate to the fullest. Kidney disease affects so many people in the African-American community. My kidney transplant gave me my life back. And by becoming a donor, you can help someone get their life back as well. You have the power to donate life. Be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. To find out how, go today to lifegoeson.com. It's DJ Suave 88.9 FM, The Booth. Coming up here, we got live in the studio, we got DJ BT. Let's go.
comes here? Who comes here? DJs of the craft is on your box with DJ BT. What a fine day to play nine holes. You're kidding. With your bad hip, you better just watch golf on TV. Is your body holding you back? Now, where's that jar of spaghetti sauce? <laughs> yeah, who's going to open it? Your wrist can't even turn a doorknob. Don't let your body hold you back. A lot of people in pain choose to fight for their mobility. Read their stories and find your own inspiration at anationinmotion.org. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. The odds of becoming a signed artist and having three number one albums? One in 100 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. And the odds of this performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 150. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All of us want to make a difference. As veterans, we committed to protect our country. We served and sacrificed for the things that mattered most. Those experiences shaped our lives. Now we're husbands, wives, parents, and friends. And sometimes we forget that the biggest challenge can be asking for support. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for veterans. Dial 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. It matters. You're listening to Booth on WIT 88.9 FM in Chicago. Yeah, you just heard that live mix right here by DJ BT. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, man, definitely uh, nice set, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate the invite. Appreciate it. No, definitely, man, definitely. I like I like your mix, though. I felt, appreciate it. I felt the movement. Like I like how you did with the whole beat smooth. You know, appreciate it was it. all it was all smooth. I love it. Appreciate yep. it. Appreciate yeah. it. Oh man, oh man. So it's the real talk session right here. So we're gonna keep it real, you know. But um, since we got BT on uh, on the air, man. So uh, let me uh, let me ask you, bro. Um, how long you been spinning now, man? Been spinning since 1980. Okay. I was like in about fifth grade. Okay. A guy um, named Curb was DJing at my cousin's eighth grade, eighth grade graduation party. I kept hearing him switch the songs, and I was kind of curious, like, "What you doing?" So wind up. He wound up taking me under his wing, and that was that after that. So I was DJing basically like seventh grade. Back okay. then, he used to sneak me in clubs. I was like 15, 16 years old DJing in clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Nice, nice. So uh, what got you interested in doing it, man? Um, first, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, came, I came from that. It was the girls. It was the girls. And then just... Growing, being around, and just a love of music. And I just started listening to everything, just started playing everything. I never stick to one type of music. Mm-hmm. I just tried to play everything. Okay. Everything, not just house music. So in fifth everything. grade, where most kids were uh, looking to play uh, some ball, you, you were... Uh, I, was, I was, yeah. You were looking to be balling. Right. Okay, I got <laughs> right. you. Right, right, right. right. All right, all right. I know. Definitely nothing wrong with that, you know, straight up. So what, what is your favorite genre, though? I mean, I understand you want to play everything. Don't get me wrong. But uh, what, what really, you know, comes to heart on you? Old school house music. Okay. Old school house music. So you're and, like Rob. Hmm. You guys are yeah. the, the same. Yeah. yeah. Old school, yeah, house, old school music. house music. Yep. Yeah. So you're with. You can never go wrong with that. You yeah. know. I agree. Never. I agree with you 100% yeah. on that. Bro. Yeah. So uh, what have you been doing uh, as of lately, man? 
Uh, just DJing here and there. Um, just uh, did a big gig last night. Um, I'm trying to put something together to go back overseas uh, next year. I'm supposed to be trying to DJ over there. Okay, where at? Where at overseas? Jamaica. Oh, birthday. okay. This girl I know, she was having a birthday party over there. All right. A few years ago, I was able to go DJ in Dominican Republic. Nice, Which nice. was real nice. And uh, now um, I put a group together, me and another guy, Monte, put a group together, DJs of the craft. We're going on our fifth year next year. Me and like um, about four other DJs. And we're just basically trying to not compare ourselves to other DJ groups, but mm-hmm. basically just make our only own name for ourselves. Definitely. That's about you it. know, I mean, and that's what it's all about. Is, yeah. uh, you know, don't focus too much about what other people are doing. Right. Worry about what you're doing and what you can be doing. Right. You know, what sets you apart, you know. Right. So, no, that's, that's just sweet. You know, that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy you're able to come on the show today and yeah. everything, man. Throw down and uh, yeah, talk with us on the air and everything. So Besides the little technical difficulties we had. But. You know, things happen, <laughs> man. You know, and that's, that's, yeah. real, that's, that's live music. That's a real thing, yeah. you know. Um, that's the difference. Though, like, like he said, we're live. You know, this is live on the radio. Yeah. We're live mm-hmm. talking right now. You were live mixing in the studio. Nothing's pre-recorded, so it makes it right. more real. You know, right? And it, and it's yeah. better that way. Yeah, I like it's, it that it's, way too. It's better that way. Yeah, yeah. The vibe is completely different. I, it I is. say it all the time. Um, and the perception, especially with kids nowadays, I think they're more influenced than uh, kids of our day, um, where the the unreality uh, to them is such a reality. Um, they don't believe anything else. So when you go to some of these uh, other shows you listen to, it's all these pre-recorded mixes, you know, they don't realize that these DJs had a chance to work on it for weeks, months, you know, to practice or to edit it and, and to make it sound absolutely perfect. I never I know. never was the type to do a pre-mix before I go DJ at parties. I never put a playlist together. Nothing. My man. When I get to the party... I feel the crowd, and I go off the crowd. Nothing is pre-mixed, pre-planned, nothing. There you go. I mean, that's just like me. I mean, that's that's what I preach all the time. That's that's what I do, you know. You work uh, the mic as well or no? Hmm? The mic? Actually, this is the, most, this is the most I've been on the microphone. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> right. This, this is the most I've been on the microphone. That's funny. Yeah. I never never was the talkative type. Are you, are, you, are you against it or just don't, you don't, you don't feel it or... It's not, it's not your brand. It's, I, I let my music speak for me. Okay. I, I let my mixes speak for me. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I say a few things, but like I said, we've been talking like maybe seven minutes. <laughs> this is the most you've heard. You, you know. How was, uh, <clears throat> sorry. How was your whole you weekend? Frog in your throat? What's going on? Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I did a big event last night down at uh, Post Office Union Hall. For Teamsters, uh, how was union. it? Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nice. Besides me getting in the house at like four o'clock this morning, <laughs> so it was Did nice. You get, now, when you DJ, do you drink when you're done? Do you chill with your crowd a bit? Like no. when your your audience when you're done? Do you like no? What, no, no. I go there, do my job. That's it. Stay real professional. Yeah, throughout. a real professional. I'm not going to be, you know. So if you're on, if you see a dance floor, you're not going to be down to do a robot. No. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> no. If you hire me to DJ, that's what I'm there for. The DJ. I'm not going to be the one standing on the table, the loudest person in the room. No. No. I love that. Yeah, well, how about you guys? How was your guys' weekend? Doing anything exciting? Man, um, me. I was recovering from uh, being sick. 
I was sick Thursday, trying to recover a little bit Friday, still feeling it. Uh, Saturday, I was still uh, under the weather and had to go to a family party and trying to get caught up with everything we had to do here, man. And what can I say? You know, it's the business is, uh, you know, it's the business, hard, man. It's the business. It's the business. You know? You take a minute off and uh, yeah. you lose, you know. Yeah. It's never, never a day off. Never, exactly. Never a day off. So the fact that I was uh, under the weather, you know, two days, and it really held me back on a lot. So, yeah. you know, it's bad. So I got a lot, a lot of work to do still to get caught up, man. What about you, Suave? Yeah, you know, actually uh, I had a chance to uh, take the weekend off from DJing. So what? I'm going to get back to it next week. and It's going to be uh, full speed. So, Next week and catch me on a couple of right, venues. So, so your boots haven't been on that ground, huh? This weekend, <laughs> his, his, he, he <laughs> went from boots on the ground to I'm already there. That's where he's at right well, now. Well, the campaign, the campaign, yeah. So the campaign went strong for about eight to ten weeks, and you know now we're just in the nightclubs and putting out the Suave TV episodes and DJing and you know so yeah. The name, the name has been marked. I haven't uh, all the. All the club owners already know who he is. So him going out there trying to build up his name is really unnecessary now. So I even met people at Best Buy that know him now. So, <laughs> really? Well, yeah. It's not, it's not unnecessary, but it's just, you know, I, I'm in the club's DJ now. So the boots on the mm-hmm. ground has become, instead of going in there trying to network and all your DJing in the clubs and making the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. No, hard work pays off, and that's key. Oh, I'm definitely. sure. Yeah, BT knows that. I mean, most definitely. You know, and the only thing is now, I don't know. Um, BT, uh, definitely, you know, add to this real quick. Um, earlier we were talking about this in the show in one of the other segments. Um, do you think the the footwork that we put in to brand ourselves, to get ourselves out there, do you think it's harder now than it was when we were doing it back in the day? It's definitely harder now. It's definitely harder. Because now... Everyone can be a DJ. No, everyone wants to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. And it's taken everyone away, thinks they're a DJ. It, exactly. And it's taken away from the pioneers that have been doing it 20, 25 years back when you was lugging five, six crates of records, mm-hmm. you know, to parties. And now, basically, all you need is a laptop, iTunes account, I'm a DJ. You know, so that takes away, basically, from... So do you hate technology because of this? Oh, no, it's a lot easier. So? I, yeah. It's a lot, but basically the, the, like I said, anyone can pick up, go get a laptop, get an iTunes account and feel I'm a DJ. But do you actually know the music behind it? Mm-hmm. Do you know where it started from? Do you remember back, you know, going to gramophones, buying records, loop records, you know, mm-hmm. not just jumping on the computer, downloading a song. No. And it's, it's, it's basically, like I said, everyone wants to be a DJ now. Until it's time to put the leg work in. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on <laughs> Very that. Very true. You know, I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it's definitely different. Uh, I, I think it is harder now uh, with the fact that, like you said, everyone's trying to label themselves as a DJ that's not. Um, even though we have the, a lot more tools now that we had than mm-hmm. what we used to have, um, I don't know. We didn't have to really push to as many people back then either. True. You know, now yeah. to get roughly what we used to get at, at a, a good event, um, we're working two to three, sometimes four times harder now to try to get uh, the same number of people coming. 
you know, because of everyone out there that's so-called a DJ. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a big change. I don't know, man. Definitely a big change. So yeah. as far as, you know, your time put in, and uh, as you said, you've been doing this since 80, so you've definitely put your uh, legwork in. Yeah. Um, are you doing anything as far as production, making your own tracks or anything? You ever thought I, about I, it? Or? I tried it. I dabbled around in it, but like I was telling you earlier, it's not enough hours in a day, you know, for things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about it and wanted to get into it, but right now, I just stick to the ones and twos. That's it. So if you, mm-hmm. so you're, what you're telling me is, the, you know, the nine eight job, you know, gets to everyone now. You know, you want to be a producer, but sometimes, you know, you got to put priorities. Right. You know, and right. yeah, and a lot of people don't notice that a DJ doesn't DJ twenty four hours. You know, right. there's the ones that do do that. That's the one that's literally taking the risk, constantly pushing, 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 and you know, some some hit the target, some don't hit the target. You know, it's a hit or miss. It doesn't mean that they automatically failed in life. It right. just means that they didn't give up and they didn't accept failure and they and tried you it. And you still can't, you can't fault that person. Yeah. Because he's still, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. He might not make it, but he's still pushing. Oh, well, yeah. He still deserves, you know, the credit just oh, yeah. for, you know, pushing like that. Yeah, I see a lot of people out there right now in the club, uh, the club scene. They're trying to push, push, push. And at the same time, too, sometimes they over, over, over uh, sell themselves. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is don't advertise like a walking billboard. Just be yourself. Right. Show people who you are. That's what I tell everyone. Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, once again, uh, BT, man, brother, I, I appreciate you coming appreciate out. The invite. Um, appreciate the invite. I'm going to yell at Mark because he was supposed to come out. So Yeah, I talked to him earlier. He Did was kind of tied up. Yeah, I talked to him earlier. He uh, wanted to, but. Well, well, let's untie him, and uh, I'll, I'll holler at him uh, when I see him back at work. Okay, all right. You know, say, what, what's going on with that, man? I've been trying to get him out here, too. Okay. But I appreciate you coming out, bro. I, and, uh, I appreciate you. I, I do thank Mark, though, for hooking us up. Okay. Uh, getting you out here, man, and uh, you're always welcome back, bro. Okay, you know, all right. It's all about love. And all right. Appreciate everything, Appreciate man. it. Definitely. All right, well, it looks like we're going to close up another session uh, here uh, of the booth, and, uh, you know, appreciate all uh, you guys listening in for everything. Um, you know, thank you to uh, all our guests. Uh, definitely want to say a big thanks to uh, Midwest Performance for coming out. Um, you ladies out there uh, need to uh, get back in shape or, uh, you know, you want to change a little something in your life, uh, make a positive change. Sounds like uh, these ladies definitely know how to help you and uh, they're uh, willing to uh, give that extra effort uh, to help you along in uh, your journey. So check them out. Midwest Performance, they got a great deal right now. So check them out uh, on Facebook. Uh, on their uh, website, and I'll uh, be doing a lot in the north uh, north side uh, and hopefully getting into Chicago uh, soon. Um, definitely uh, shout-out to uh, Jam and uh, Jesse Velasco, our, one of our residents, uh, for throwing down here. Definitely uh, surprise us with uh, his tracks. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing uh, to keep uh, throwing it down. And, uh, of course, our, our very, very special guest, yours truly, DJRTW, you know, uh, I know Suave uh, wanted to throw that down and uh, interview me, so you heard it right here, you know, from uh, Suave's lips uh, and then uh, back out from mine. So you got the real deal from uh, yours truly here. So, all right, guys, well, we'll see you next week. Uh, don't forget to tune in to the booth uh, every Sunday from 2 p.m. Uh, to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Take us everywhere uh, on the go through that free app. Tune in and uh, download, search WIIT 88.9 FM. In Chicago. All right, guys. Till later. Peace.